welcome to episode 45 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith, and with me as always is my faithful co-host, the Barney to my friend, Ryan Ragayemi. Yo. Hi. What's up? Are you checking to make know. sure, are you checking to make sure I know that reference? I mean, I would, um, I would hope you know you, that Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. That I like being that short compared to you, but you know, I, mean, I am blonde. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Fred wasn't huge, so whatever. Compared to Barney, he was huge. Yeah. Barney's like four foot nothing. Four foot nothing to mess with. <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness, how you doing today? I'm all right. Yeah. Got well, a haircut. Hot. Yeah, very high. <laughs> the room, the office I record in. Uh, our upstairs does not get air that well, and the windows don't have screens, and I don't have any fans in here yet, so it's a little toasty. Working little toasty. on, hoping to get a ceiling <laughs> fan sooner than later, since I was looking on Home Depot's website, and you were, apparently for some reason, you thought that was very funny. I, I like, did. I, I don't know why I got a crack out of it. I think because I thought... You know, you were like doing show prep, and then you're like, "No, I'm looking at ceiling fans." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh, but yeah, like it's important. I mean, not only for yourself, obviously, for your own comfort during the show, but also uh, your computer needs to be well ventilated. And so, yeah. and then it starts going to start running hot. It's just generating more heat, and you're upstairs. Heat rises. It's all working against you. And like so. this room was like. But we think this whole back was like an expansion and like okay. pretty sure they took from this room to make the bedroom bigger. So like there's no like vents in this room, there's no air vents, there's so like there's no source of air coming in here. So were you were you cold during the winter? I mean Or not really. I had a little space heater behind me, but like not That's really because right. like with me, like, A, I run warmer anyways, but, like, Same. I could have, like, sweatpants and a hoodie. That's true. And, like, you know, I could wear things to be, to warm up, you know, and when you're hot. Heat rises. Yeah. Yes, and when you're hot, your, you know, options are very limited. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you can only, uh, as I say at work, I much rather prefer working in the cold than in the heat, because uh, I can only take off so many layers before I get in trouble. Yes. So, uh, but with winter, I can put as many layers on as I need to. So, um, but yeah. So, oh man, was it uh, was it muggy out out there today? Did you uh, get not any really. It was not, like that? Uh, I think it started to like it like teased a little rain. I don't think it ever actually did. It started to thunder, but like oh, there was like get drops, but like we didn't really get anything out here. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, we um. We got, I got like maybe a few drops myself, but then, uh, yeah, we didn't even, we didn't even get thunder. Um, we were, we'd got some clouds and yeah, we had rain forecasted, but it passed us by. So, uh, definitely happy about that. Today was my, um, <coughs> post office. They do an annual food drive, except, nice. except that they haven't done it for the last two years due to COVID. Oh. Uh, so our first time since 2019 doing the Stamp Out Hunger food drive. Um, do you get it? Stamp Out Hunger. 
this. No, please, please explain. <laughs> uh, so uh, that went pretty well. We had um, one of our subs was driving around picking up um, everybody's like extra like bags of food that they got that they couldn't fit inside their truck. Um, so that was really helpful. Um, and uh, yeah, it went really well. I collected about, I want to say like 20, 21 bags of food. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we used to get a lot more. I guess before I started there, like it was like, it was a huge thing where they got hundreds of bags of food. Wow. Um, and like there was uh, just somebody driving around getting these bags of food, taking them to the collection site and then going back out and getting more. Um, like it was, it was so much that we couldn't carry them in our trucks. So, um, so yeah, so that was a, that was a cool thing, you know, doing the, um, you know, doing something, uh, something cool for our local food banks and everything. So, um, and uh yeah the rest of the day like my boys got to go with my mom uh for a good chunk of the day she treated them to lunch at a local like uh hot dog place and got them ice cream and uh grace said that they were like huge ice creams that they got nice um yeah so that was pretty cool uh and they ro- they drove um uh, drove they rode on like a multi-person bike my mom uh rented it uh for them all to ride on together um yeah so she took them out and they had a they had a great time and um yeah they spent like a good chunk of the day with her and they were outside for a good portion of the day i was very proud of them uh so were our boys uh like like i think i've said before like on saturdays i sleep get to sleep in a little bit Mm -hmm. since up all week and uh so i woke up and like normally Normally Saturday mornings I wake up to the sounds of their madness and like I wasn't hearing anything hmm. and they're outside and on the playset uh, one of uh, playset and playing in just the yard and Good. dirt and water table and uh, water so tables then, are so um, awesome I can't wait for yeah, uh, and, for baby G to be playing in a water table. <laughs> And uh, Mrs. Smitty, one of her best friends from Buffalo, came out for the day to just hang yes. out. And so they were just, they like spent all day outside. So yeah, they had tons of fresh air. And Fantastic. thankfully they passed out easily at bedtime. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> our boys too. They were, they were getting a little, uh, they were getting a little yappy towards the end. So um, it's definitely one of those things of like, yeah, you guys are tired, but you don't want to admit that you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were in bed by nine o'clock and uh normally it's a struggle like sometimes we don't record this early on a saturday night so um but yeah so yeah they had a good day we had a good week uh you know just worked did my did my normal working thing and um so uh, oh kind of i mean kinda. you and i both had to call in this week that's right that's right we did have to call in uh, but, but yeah, because, I mean, we didn't record last week. Uh, That's right. I mean, it wasn't because of sickness. Uh, we just, you, I was ready. To, well, we had a family thing Saturday, Saturday night, got back, and yes, uh, Grace was out for you, so you, and uh, I remember you said last week, Baby G was just not cooperating. Nope, and then by the time we did get her down, I came down here while it was, like, a little bit after 11, 
and yeah. you were like we were... passing out in your chair we're like yeah this ain't gonna yeah. happen <laughs> yeah so we so... had to call it but uh yeah and, uh for me this week was actually you know like i said i'd call on monday because last weekend my boys had stomach mm. bugs and got to me sunday night and then like monday morning i got up for work and i was supposed to be there earlier and need to be there earlier on monday this coming monday and I just it hit me very quickly. I will say that much, and so I called in. But the whole rest of the week was surprisingly a pretty good week. Uh, I've frequently talked. I believe that uh, I'm not really on my personal route a lot these days. And yeah, one Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was on my route, and it was things went pretty good. And uh thursday friday i was done by six o'clock and... yeah that's that's a rarity for you yeah so yeah, yeah but you know it was yeah a good week like no real hiccups or anything to like you know make like oh work was her yeah, yeah everything went everything went pretty good this week so none of that and... albion crap <laughs> yeah and yeah the, i've talked before about the route that's kind of the most one of the more difficult ones I've had to run. Mm-hmm. The guy who that is his route. He's been out with some health thing, and Thursday was his first day back. So myself and numerous other people were told them were like, "Yeah, as people who've been running your route, we are glad to see you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please don't ever leave again, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So it wasn't a bad week, and I think the week before was just you know kind of just yeah i really can't remember much to recap the previous week before that but yeah good stuff good stuff yeah awesome uh so we're bringing back a segment we haven't done in a while uh something we like to call this or that Yay. Yay. <laughs> smitty loves uh, this or that uh, cannot contain the <laughs> So uh, when I um, when I first suggested this this week, it was because I was telling Smitty about a minor league baseball team that I had discovered because I play uh, MLB The Show, um, which was a long long running PlayStation exclusive baseball simulation game, but it's now been made available for also Xbox and Nintendo Switch. So it's very weird, as I've told you many times. It's very weird and still not getting used to it, seeing the PlayStation Studios logo flash across the screen while playing the game on Xbox. Very strange. Um, But in the game, there's a mode called Road to the Show, where you create a player, and then you get drafted, and you go up through the minor leagues and eventually get called up to the major leagues. Uh, And so the team that I am on currently... Do you remember what they're called? I do not. The Chattanooga Lookouts. Oh, yeah, the Lookouts. <laughs> the Lookouts. Uh, and so I will actually share my screen with you. This is. Oh, yeah, I want to see this. This is bit. super, you know, helpful uh, for the, um, you know, for our audio listeners, but um, yeah. you just have to suck it up, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I'll share my screen with you. So. Uh, here is uh, their logo. Oh, hold on. Um, 
Oh my god, the mascot. The mascot I is like something him. something to behold. His nose is basically the brim of the hat. So to <laughs> describe to you know all the listeners. Yes. Yeah, the Chattanooga Lookouts, it is like a blocked a C and like a blocked for almost yeah. like a stop sign. Yeah. Except that on the right middle it's got yeah. like a spot a gap to yeah. make it a C. And in the middle of the sea are two eyes just looking over. Yep. They're, they're looking they're, out. They're looking out. That's right. Yeah. So the um, mascot's head yeah. is like he has like a, he's like a red foot. Click on the yeah. Click on the mascot one so I can see it bigger. He's just like a red thing. No, go to the other one. No. Sorry. Sorry. You I fail. fail. I fail. Which one are you looking for? Uh, the one where he's like doing like the little finger wiggle thing, like oh, this thing. on the right. No, yeah, that one. Okay. And then enlarge it. Uh, I don't know if I can. Just click on it. Damn, man. <laughs> uh, so he's like a red thing, and then he like, and his head kind of looks like it's the shape of home plate almost. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. The mouth, and then the he's got like a big. Like gaping mouth, mm-hmm. and then the top of his head is the hat, <laughs> and the eyes are on the like front of the hat, and that is an interesting. Scott. Yeah. Very interesting. Interesting. Uh, I kind of like the hat, like the red. Yeah, I kind of dig the, the red hat. And red. Yeah, like it's pretty. It's a pretty cool hat, like that. Like that's pretty neat. I kind of like the black on or the red on black as well. Yeah. This doesn't look like a baseball logo. This just looks like you've got two and, eyeballs and w- on a hat. I was gonna say, and what is this? Um, but but the rest of like I would wear this one, which is uh, turning the logo black onto a black hat. That's pretty yeah, cool. But, but just having the two eyeballs on a black yeah, hat, yeah, that doesn't work. That, that looks <laughs> just really creepy. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's a it's a very interesting logo. So, anyways, hey, I'm like, because yeah, you're like the lookouts. I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's like, not a that's not like, a thing. Like <laughs> team names are like things, and yeah, the lookout. Like yes. Um, so, uh, in the spirit of that, I was like, oh, because there are there are very many, um. <laughs> Minor league teams. Very many. Very, very many. many. Uh, minor league baseball teams. You know what? You hush your mouth. English so good. Hush your mouth. So, um, for this week's this or that. Uh, and we will say, we were starting to talk about a lot of other teams. And we were, at first I was like, ooh, this should just be a topic that we talk about. Just like funny Minor league teams. And then you, because you're such a quiz-brained person, you're like, oh, I'll make it this or that. So, yeah, that's so here I am. Exactly. That's <laughs> Dealing exactly. with you. That's exactly what we're doing. Uh, and so, um, what we're doing here is, uh, instead of doing... Instead of doing minor league baseball teams or college uh, mascots, we're doing minor league baseball teams or 
Canadian Junior Hockey League team. God, I hate you. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? No. Let's no. go. We're going to do 10. We'll see how Smitty does. All right. Round one. And it won't, none of them Wait. will be Chatt- Chattanooga lookouts because you already know that. Yeah. <clears throat> the Durham Bulls. Oh, that's uh, baseball. Minor league baseball. That is minor league baseball. I know that's that. correct. Based off of Bull or Yep. Because Bull Durham, I think, was based off of that. Yes. Yep. Uh, they are affiliated with the Tampa Bay Rays. All right. Um, let's see here. We've got... The, Are you keeping score? Uh, in my head. <laughs> that never works out. <laughs> uh, right. the Albuquerque Isotopes. That is baseball. That is correct. Do you I've know heard of them. Do you know who they're affiliated with? No, no. <laughs> Just here. I'm going to tell you now. Look at me. Look at me. Hold on. I don't know who these teams are affiliated with. <laughs> I, did, I don't so know don't, either. I was going to say, so don't ask me. Like, oh, do you, no, I don't. I no. have major league teams and all their affiliates underneath. That's that's the list that I'm pulling from. So it's actually very nice and tidy. Uh, they are affiliated with the Rockies. All right, but I have, I've heard of them before. Okay. I think they've done, because with minor league baseball, a lot of times they do really cool, like, jersey stuff. Ah, uh, like, okay. Like, really fun things with their jerseys. So I hear things here and there. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Drumheller Dragons. Oh, that's got to be Canadian hockey. But that is true. You cut out. I, can't, I didn't hear. I said, I, said yes, that no. it, I said that is Canadian hockey, yes. Okay. Like, I must, I just I must have your... been too low for my microphone to pick me up. I just saw your mouth move a little, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's see here. Um, okay. <clears throat> also, um, I'm switching to the U.S. Hockey League because it's very obvious which ones are in Canada and which ones are in the United States because there's no Canadian minor league teams. Mid-quiz, you were Mid- switching the Mid quiz. Hold on one second. You suck. Hold on one second. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Next, we have the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Oh, that's baseball. That is correct. Do you know about that because you uh, because of vacations that you take with your? I don't think so. You to go to Myrtle Beach. We did. I don't recall. I mean, I don't know. It sounds familiar, but nothing that. Like, it's not like we went to any games or anything when we were down there, so I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, so far, you are four for four, just so you know. Yes. All right. We have the Harrisburg Senators. Uh... <clears throat> Harrisburg Senators. Um, baseball. That's correct. They are affiliated with the Washington Nationals. All right. All right. 
Um, okay, so we have the Tri-City Storm. Hmm, Tri-City Storm. I been doing a lot of baseball, so I'm going to say that's hockey. That's correct. Six for six. Very nice. Uh, the Youngstown Phantoms. Mm. Youngstown Phantoms. I'm going to say... Uh, hockey. You are seven for seven. Smitty's on fire tonight, guys. Yeah. Somebody get a fire extinguisher. He needs to be put out. <laughs> That could have been if I was on Sports Center. That could have been like a catchphrase. Somebody get a fire extinguisher. Uh, okay. Next, we have the Mus M Muskegon Lumberjacks. I think that's how you say that city name. Muskegon Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. Uh, I'm gonna guess ice hockey. Too good. It's a he's eight for eight. Yeah. He's eight for eight, folks. He's eight yeah. for eight. The biggest grin on his face. He was he was dreading this, and now he's loving it. Yeah. Uh, next, <coughs> next we have the Fargo Force. Ooh, Fargo Force. Hmm. Man, that could be. Man, because if you try to think about it, you're like, force, yeah, but like, you need force in both of them. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to... You're doing a lot of hockey in a row, but you know what? My gut says hockey. Go on hockey. You are correct. Yeah. Nine for nine. Nine, four, nine. All right. Final one. The Richmond Flying Squirrels. Richmond Flying Squirrels. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, that's got to be baseball, right? That is correct. 10 for 10. I got to ask, though. Have you been Googling it the whole time? Not the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I hear clickety-clack over there. <laughs> I thought I was trying to talk. Uh, think after the fourth. Think from five on. The sanctity. He's got such a big grin. I'm like, yeah, because you don't know what I know. Oh, the sanctity of the game has been tainted. Oh, my gosh. I'm disappointed, uh, Smitty. I'm disappointed in you. Disappointed. Uh, I thought it was, was funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I will oh say gosh. the logo for the Flying Squirrels is awesome. It's pretty awesome. Like it looks like a yeah. superhero flying squirrel. Like, yeah. like maybe Squirrel Girl could adopt that as her like logo. Like that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. But. Yeah, I and just you know, I was going to tell you at the end, be like, okay. "Oh, by the way, <laughs> I was Google." You were googling it. All right, man. 
Yeah, yeah, the ones that took me a while to type. That's why I'm like the rich man. (laughs) (laughs) You jerk. So we got (laughs) some of these. I'm I'm now. I am now going to share my screen so that just so we can take a look real quick at the um, at some of these logos because these logos are really cool. Like the Phillies have some really cool um, teams. Like they've got the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. The Redding, Iron Pigs. The Redding Fighting Phils. Jersey Shore. Ooh, so where's the where where's the Trash Pandas? Rocket oh, City Trash Pandas. Oh, uh, Trash Pandas. I saw them. I saw you were, them. Because th- in our conversation the other day. Yeah. They are with the LA Angels. And <sighs> I found out Rocket City is somewhere. Um, it's a nickname for a town in, um, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, I think in Alabama. Um. All right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so that's pretty cool. Um. Rocket City Trash Pandas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Inland Empire Sixty Sixers. That is a mouthful. Uh hey. See this one, Tri City yeah. Dust Devils. I didn't think there was gonna be two of the same. <laughs> Tri City, Tri City yeah. things, yeah, that's pretty cool. So looking at this, at least the screen you got up for the Oakland A's, they're AAA, the Las Vegas Aviators. That yeah. is a cool logo. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Huh. I like I, the Lans- Lansing Lugnuts. <laughs> yeah, Lansing Lugnuts, the Midland Rockhounds. This one, Stockton Ports. Um. I kind of like I like this one, the Lynchburg Hillcats. That's yeah, pretty cool. It looks like a dragon. Yeah. Um, let me see the Hudson Valley Renegades. I'm trying. I can't find the Trenton Thunder. I like the Aberdeen Ironbirds. That's Where, like a little happy little oh, train. Right there. Yeah, yeah. That's oh my cool. gosh! Wow. The White Sox, the. Canapolis Cannonballers? Cannonballers. It's a dude, looks like he's been shot out of a cannon, uh, baseball head with a mustache. Yep. Oh, the mustache makes hat. it. The mustache I makes it. Canapolis Cannonballers. I'm clicking on it. Let's see if we can order you a hat. I mean, yeah. uh, it doesn't look uh, like there's a. Oh, oh, shop, oh, shop, oh there's there a shop. There we go. Come on. There it is. Wow. They, wow. This is like. Whew. Oh, oh, they only so have fitted. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. I don't like fitted. Yeah, but they're both Ooh, check, so cool. Wait, go to the side. Go to the outdoor 47 or the outdoor cat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Come on, scroll down. Let's see. That's pretty cool. The tie-dye one. I like this one. <laughs> With the cannon. And it just says ballers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is funny. Ballers, yeah, that tie dye one's kind of cool. I don't like the mesh back though. No, all right, uh, all right, we're gonna have to look at this later because yes. we still have other stuff to do. We do have some other stuff to talk about, but that was fun. That was that was pretty cool, yeah. dude. Uh, like we like we've said this. before, minor league teams of any of any kind get to have fun with their logos. Yeah, their you're gonna logos have to send me that link. Games. Yeah, absolutely. The link with all the team lists because I want. I want to look at that. <laughs> uh, actually, I will send that to you right now, sir. I will send okay. it to you right in Discord. But anyways, moving on. That was fun. Oh. Even though you cheated. You 
dirty cheater. Hmm. Hey, it was super fun for me. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> <clears throat> so, actually, you you fill time. I just I really need to quickly grab a bottle of water. Hold on. Really okay. Fill. Or fill. you could pause. Or you could pause. I could pause. You could pause. We yeah. have a All right, we're gonna we take a technology. Brief, we're gonna take a brief break. We'll be right back. Okay. And we are back. Had to get a water because I forgot to grab one. So there we go. Moving on though. Yeah. So, uh, so you, right guy, you hate games. I just, hate them. I can't stand them. What a waste of time. Yeah. So obviously <laughs> you have now played Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. I actually have played Sonic. Oh. Yeah. Uh so Sonic uh Sonic Mania. Are are you saying Sonic Mania because we talked about Sonic the Hedgehog this week? No. I no? actually had this <laughs> I had this marked for last week's episode before we canceled. Uh, Gotcha. So, no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Sonic Mania came out, I believe, in 2017. Uh, and it was kind of a remake of like the old school 2D Sega Genesis games. Uh, but it was started by a fan. I believe the fan had actually made some like browser-based Sonic games uh, in the past. And Sega was so impressed by uh, his work that they were like, would you like to make a side-scrolling Sonic game in the style of the uh, of the 90s Sonic games? And he was like, absolutely. So <clears throat> um, they created that, and it is a fun game. I have not beaten it. Uh, you can play it um, co-op. There's also a competitive mode um, where you can race through all the levels that you have beaten so far in the story mode. Um, they added DLC characters uh, later on, like five bucks. You could get two new characters and a bunch of new levels. Um, and yeah, it's probably the best Sonic game because uh, I don't know if you have gone back recently to try and play some of the old Sonic games. They're uh, not actually all that great. Um, they, they are very frustrating. Um, and I am firmly in the camp that people have very rose colored glasses when it comes to, uh, their memories of Sonic and haven't played them recently and don't realize that they're not very good. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Sonic Mania is in fact a very good game. It's gorgeous. Um, like the the pixel work and everything is just just chef's kiss. Like it's so good. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a just a fun time that makes you you know relive uh, you know simpler times from when we were kids. Or uh, in the case of uh, my boys, they they enjoy playing the game. You know, even though they didn't get to play the old games. So, um, but uh, speaking of that, though, this week we did um, get the Switch Online uh, expansion pack. Oh, yeah. um, so now, on top of NES and Super NES games, we also get uh, Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games, 
which when you launch the Sega Genesis app, it goes. You wanna say it, Smitty? Sega. Oh yeah, and I I played that for you while we were talking this week, and you were like, Oh, oh it felt so good. Oh, it felt, it felt so, so good. good. <laughs> it, hit, it hit right where it needed to. Oh yeah, it just it hits the nostalgia bone in our bodies, and it's fantastic. Um, it's got a bunch of games that Smitty does not know, besides Sonic the Hedgehog two. And um, but there are games in there that I recognize, never got to play because I pretty much just played a lot of sports games um, on my Sega at my dad's house. That and the X Men game that you uh, you and I were talking about, so it's a good X Men game. Um, Such but, a good uh, game, yeah, very good game. So, um, but yeah, like it is thinking back to that era of video games when we were kids very very weird knowing that sega cozied up with nintendo after sega was like nah i'm not we're not gonna make video game systems anymore we'll just make games and they instantly were like yeah we'll work with you nintendo so over the last 20 years they made the sonic and mario olympic games games um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they have put Sonic, all their Sonic games on Nintendo's, you know, platforms and, um, and, uh, and even re-released a bunch of their old games on their, uh, platforms. So like when the Wii had the virtual console, one whole section of the virtual console was dedicated to Sega Genesis games. Um, and it was mad weird the first time I saw it and seeing the Sega Genesis app on a Nintendo console, still weird, still weird. Um, but, uh, but that was pretty much only because of the era that we grew up in and knowing like there were defined, there were lines drawn in the sand. And if you were a Sega kid, you could not be friends with a Nintendo kid. It was or. You were friends so that you could play the system you didn't have. Oh, well, that's true. Which is how I that's, operate. That's I the smarter and... route. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's you... the route that I also went to, what went went on. Because uh, I was yeah. like, I just want to like, play oh, everything. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the system you do. We are playing. That's right. Um, and for me, my parents were divorced. My dad had the Sega Genesis. My mom had the Super Nintendo. Best of both worlds. I could play everything. Win-win. <laughs> Win-win. So, um, but yeah, Sonic Mania, bringing it back around. Great game. Good times. Um, very, very fun uh, game. And I definitely recommend picking it up. I mean, it's almost always on sale somewhere. I mean, you can get it for like between five and ten bucks. Um, and uh, it's just, it's so good. Um, so, yeah. Pick it up. Um, Okay. So last week, uh, this topic, our main topic this week, um, is the reason why at 11 o'clock when you were looking like you were ready to fall asleep if we tried to talk more than a half an hour, we were like, we got to save this topic for when we actually have time to talk. And it is... Uh, we're just talking about SNL. Saturday Night Live. I was going to say, it's live from New York. Oh, Saturday Night. Oh, that's right. Which is accurate to us it right now. It is accurate not, to us now. Right if now. you're listening, I mean, if you listen to this, it'll be at least Monday morning. That's but right. for us right now, 
Yeah. It's Saturday night. Very accurate for where we are at right now. So um, I've pulled up a list of all, according to Wikipedia, all of the previous cast members um, of SNL. Okay, but um, but we're and we're not gonna go through like name by name or anything like that. I just brought it up, you know, for us to like glance at just in case we remember some names or you know something like that. Um, but uh, you know, we're gonna so talk about favorite segments, favorite skits. Okay, and this is going this list. It's not chronological. It is by last name. Oh yes, the, so. the list that I pulled up. Yes, it's by it's by last name. So, yep. <laughs> when you jump around on your screen, it's flashing on mine. I'm just like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, sorry, really quickly looking at this list, I really thought Chris Farley was on for a lot more seasons than just five. I did no? not realize. I mean, that's a that's you know that's a good number of years to be on SNL. It's probably the average if you had to if you had to really actually do the math. But I thought it was longer. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, but you pointed out to me, and I, um, you know, it took me took me it took you showing me uh, that a very very famous. A-list Hollywood actor was on SNL for one year in the 80s. Rob Riggle. <laughs> Rob, Rob Riggle. You didn't say in the 80s. You just said for one year. No, I didn't. But And we will quickly say <laughs> I'm a big Rob Riggle fan. Yeah. I think he is hysterical. All due respect when to Rob Riggle. <laughs> when I say A-list celebrity, he does not really fit the bill. I think he does. But it could just be that I, I'm a big fan of Rob Riggle as well. Uh, but the answer was RDJ, RDJ. Tony Stark. No, I'm sorry, Tony Stank himself, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. That's right. Yeah, and and I had I did know that he was on SNL for one year, but it totally 85, 86 season. Yeah, when he was he was a baby face. Oh my gosh, yeah. he was like 20, I think. Something like that. He was super young. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the names. And, and some of the names didn't really amount to much of anything, you know, really with SNL. Like, it wasn't a launching pad like they had hoped. Um, also, for the longest time, I thought Steve Martin was a cast member. But it's only no. because he hosted so many times in the eighties <clears throat> that yeah. people think that he is uh, he is an SNL cast member, but he is not. Nor was he. And yeah, he never was. So he he hosted, gosh, what fourteen, fifteen times, something like that, like some sure. ridiculous amount. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, and then. Um, you know, you had Tim Meadows, who was on the show for 10 years. and Daryl Hammond was 14. Daryl Hammond was 14 years. Keenan Thompson. He, who, oh, which, sorry, go ahead. But Daryl Hammond, uh, you know, because he was cast member, then left. And uh, the announcer of the show, um, oh, I can't remember his name right now. He had passed, 
And so oh. now he is the announcer of the show now, Daryl oh, Hammond. Daryl like Hammond? The, like, yeah, like the oh. opening where he says all the names yeah. and your host. Yeah, it's Daryl Hammond. Oh, now. that's fantastic. I love it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy. Uh, like, that seriously just put a big grin on my face. I love that. Like, I love that so I much. I gotta look up because I can't remember the, <clears throat> the, old... the previous announcer's name. Yeah. Yeah. He had a very, like, fun voice, you know? Yeah. Was like... Don, Don Pardo. Ah, That's yes. Who it was. Andy Samberg. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen Wig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, and then, yeah, Daryl Hannon, uh, he is, he is then taken over. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, what were you going to say? Oh, oh I, I... you were going to say uh, Keenan. Oh, yeah, Keenan Thompson. I mean, he's been on for, you know, if he's on again next year, that'll be 20 seasons that he's been on SNL. That's almost half of the show's lifetime. <laughs> yeah. That he's been on. That he's been on. Uh, I, I mean, the show started in 1975. And, you know, he's still got a ways to go to actually make it be half. But, I mean, it's just... Tim Meadows was the previous record holder. And Keenan Thompson's like... Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I just looked it up. Steve Martin. Uh, appearances as host. 15. Huh? Wow. Wow. And I know John Goodman's up there. Alec Baldwin's up there. Yeah. I mean, they have the whole, the, the five-timers club. Yep. Scott that they do. Yep. Uh, uh, John Mulaney just hit five. Wow. Uh, Justin Timberlake has been five. Mulaney, he was a former writer, correct? He was a writer, yeah. He yes. co-created the Stefan character with uh, Bill Hader. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I did know that, yeah. Um, Bill Hader, one of my favorite former cast members, um, he he has said before, like, he doesn't know how he did SNL for as long as he did because he hated performing live. Like, he always <laughs> got so nervous but he did it and he was awesome at it. Like he hated performing live, like the pressure of it, but he did it. And he, I mean, he, he knew that he was one of the ones that broke a lot, you know, like especially, especially when he did Stefan, but mostly because when he did Stefan, he didn't know the jokes going in. Uh, and they so would change up the jokes from, <laughs> and they from would... practice, from rehearsal to air. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so looking at the, where you have the list now, yeah. Another top uh, actor. Uh, move your mouse up just a little bit. Move your mouse up just a little bit. Ben Stiller. Oh, what? But look at oh, look at the but look year. at the no. Huh? No. What? Because all the other one is like. This year, like, you know, 91 oh, to 92. Or, yeah. He was on for, like, two or three episodes. I just recently read. Really? Yeah. Wow. that That's wild. That's wild. I mean, at least he got to be on the show. Kevin Hart auditioned and was turned down. So. Oh. <laughs> and he was never heard from again. And never. You never heard from him ever again. Um... Yeah, uh, but just like, I mean, David Spade, I mean, he, you know, everybody knows who he is. Sarah mm. Silverman, she was only, I think she was in her one early season. 20s. She yeah. was only on for one season. Chris Rock, same thing. He was so young. 
Um, you know, but he was on for more than one season, but he wasn't a featured, um, you know, player. Yeah. Like he, he didn't really, I don't, I don't remember him having like super, you know, important things. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh... so, okay. Tim Robinson. Do you know who this is? This guy? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him. I've seen stuff about him. <laughs> So he was a writer, I believe. I don't think he was cast. He was he was cast, uh, oh, okay. but he was only on for one season, which I thought he was on for at least two or three. But he has a great Netflix show that at times is very very weird comedy. Is it? Um, where it says here that I think you should leave. I think leave. you should leave. Yeah, that show at some point. I was I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Oh. Like it is really funny. There's they're, you know, pre-recorded sketches, but and they're and they're awful. Like some of them are so filthy. Um some of them. Some of them are actually like kind of like weird and funny enough for my kids to watch. Um but they are that show like it's so cool. I think they just came out with a second season of it. Um, but yeah, he was on. I didn't realize he was only on for one season. But yeah, very weird looking guy. Uh, but very funny, you know. Uh, funny guy. Uh, Colin Quinn. I thought he was on for longer. He started off doing MTV News, didn't he? Uh, I don't think it MTV News. He hosted a. It was oh, remote control game show. Remote control. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't know Randy Quaid was on SNL. That's funny. Yeah. Um, obviously Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, first ever female Weekend Update anchors. So that yeah. was cool. And uh, and head writers, right? Or was Tina Fey head writer? I think it was just Tina Fey. Just Tina Fey. Okay. Tina Fey slash uh, who's the governor of Alaska? Sarah Palin. Um, yeah. They're interchangeable. They they both look exactly the same. Um, I mean, so the era that I started being aware of SNL was definitely like the mid nineties transition from guys like Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Adam Sandler into Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Horatio Sands, those guys. See, I very much grew up watching SNL with my parents. Really? Or like, well, like, I don't think live, because I can't imagine I'd be up that late to watch it, but like, somehow I'd see it with them. Either they'd record it or like, I was about to say, they record it on cassette tapes. (laughs) I can't remember. Or like, I think back in the day, like, S or Comedy Central used to show reruns. Oh, yeah. VH1 showed reruns for a few years. Yeah, maybe like not when I was like a young kid, but like maybe like early teens. Early teens, like maybe I'd be up on Saturday to watch it. Yeah. And but like my family and I, we'd watch it, and I was very much into like the nineties. Like, oh yeah. You know, we were saying earlier before we got on, like Phil Hartman and you know Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, uh, Neil and. Well, yeah, but this that group was like before Chris Farley, but like oh. I got into it like around then, wow, and then okay, like yeah. the Am Sandler, Chris Farley. I just remember watching it with like my parents. And I would watch it, 
And like I said, like thinking back, can't remember if it was live, if it reruns taped. Like I don't remember. I'll have to ask my parents tomorrow <laughs> when we have dinner. Yeah. Be like, how was how did I watch it with you when I was young? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. But like the like I just grew up like on SNL. Yeah. And like it was kinda like and those two casts, like the like I said, the Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman group then kind of melded into like the Am Sandler, Chris Rock, David Spade, Chris Farley yes. era. Like, cause like there were like times where like cast would kind of like almost be like an overhaul. Yeah. It would feel like it. But like those two like eras. Like house. Yeah. And then yeah. be like a couple like remaining kind of like people to like carry you from one to the next but those two eras like those two casts kind of melded in a little mm-hmm. and then they definitely carried the 90s going into the 2000s yeah for sure and like i mean just classics gets like you know i mean wayne's world church lady yeah. uh dan carvey being uh george bush yeah rob uh, schneider is copy boy copy boy yeah i i remember that was one of the things i remember as a kid Every once in a while, so I we would I would spend the night at my grandparents' house on weekends, and every once in a while, for whatever reason, as an eight nine year old kid, they would let me stay up late and be able to watch SNL. Again, don't know why I was allowed to watch SNL at eight nine years old because that show is not appropriate for that age. Um, but I remember most of all because a lot of that stuff right over my head. But I remember Copy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember Copy Boy. Um and uh yeah, so that was um that was fun. But yeah, Rob Schneider. I mean, we're, we're not even like the uh the female cast of like Molly Shannon. Uh who did you say? Anna Gasteyer. Yeah, um, Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry. And they were later. They were the like early 2000s. Oh, Molly Shannon group. was I th- she wasn't uh she wasn't like she wasn't 90s? No. I mean, maybe very late nineties, but like 95? she was. I don't. I thought is she that was. What it says? It's what it says. Ninety-five to two thousand. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I might, thought she was might, later too. I yeah. think it might have been one of those where, like, you know, you know, it takes usually a couple seasons for like them to like kind of get a footing and yeah. For sure. And, like, you know, get some sketches in. So, unless you're probably really when good. she started, like, so when she started getting some traction, it was probably, like, right at the tail end of the 90s. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know, like, I mean, I think of, like, sweaty balls. <laughs> like, that is such a great sketch, which then, uh, with Betty White, turned into uh, the Dusty Muffin. Um, yeah it was so good um and uh yeah i mean like there there's a lot of names on here i do not recognize at all uh i think there are a lot of writer names on this list you think so um i mean obviously adam sandler like I liked uh, opera. Was it? Did he call himself Opera Boy? Oh, what is that? Opera oh, Man. oh! It's Will Ferrell as the guy from Blue Oyster Cult with the with the cowbell. More cowbell. I have More a cowbell. Funko Pop 
<laughs> of and like the box, it just said more cowbell. Like it didn't say like a character <laughs> name. Yeah. Just uh, and like as you can see, got like like we said, a little bit of the shirt up, a little bit so of the shirt, a little shirt. bit of the belly sticking out, a little out. bit of the muffin top sticking out of the jeans there. <laughs> oh gosh, that was the fun thing about Will Ferrell is that he wasn't afraid to get weird. Oh, God. I mean that was that was his that whole thing. Is Will Ferrell? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, so I've always loved the. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've always loved the SNL commercials. Um, the first one that yeah. I that I really remember was um, the uh, the couple's toilet. Um, <laughs> you've talked to me about that. I vaguely remember that. Okay, before before we go offline tonight, I'm showing that to you because it's on YouTube and it's okay. it's fantastic. One that I always remember was. Uh, it was for the spoof of adult diapers. You yes! Know? Oops, I cramped my pants! Oops, I cramped my pants. <laughs> oh, I love that one. It's so good. And I don't really think... I, I think maybe Anna Gasteyer was the one actual cast member that was in that commercial. Yeah. They must have been like parents or grandparents or of, just, of cast or members. Just, or just some extras. Just been older actors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just because they're old doesn't mean that they... I, but I mean, like I, I'm pretty sure, like I've heard, like you know, people get their kids involved for to be extras for some of the like videos and pre-recorded stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I, for me personally, I I think my favorite era of SNL was the Andy Samberg digital short era. Not all of them were hits. Some were misses. No. Some were misses. But I I want to say about three. Three quarters, like 75 to 80% of them were hits. Um, and about 10% of them were mega hits. Um, you know, stuff, I mean, the, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to say it on our family-friendly podcast. You can say D, D in a box. D in a box. I mean, so good. Like, it, it still gets me every time. And like they're acting so dumb with the feather in in her in uh, yeah. Kristen Wiig's face, um, and like oh my gosh, just so funny. And don't they get arrested at the end? I think so. I think... <laughs> um, but the, I remember um, Andy Samberg talking about that video specifically, and like him and and Justin Timberlake wanting to, um, you know, go for that early 90s r&b video vibe um and it worked like it it just worked with the awful like chin strap goatee beards um yeah so good uh but then it the second one after that was i think the mother lover one and that one i i I didn't really like that one as i mean it's hard to follow up d in a box but it's funny, but it's not as good. Like, yeah, yeah. like they did like, get they get liked, stars for that one. Susan Sarandon. But uh, what I liked is one of the times uh, I think, if I remember correctly, it might have been Jimmy Fallon hosting with Justin Timberlake as the guest musical guest, and they did 
a lot of stuff with him on that episode. I can't remember if this is that episode, but they did a dating game where it was uh, like, you know, like the show, like the dating game where yeah. there was like the three people. And the, and and the like, one person's asking questions they can't see, right? Right. Yeah. And so in the bit, it was uh, the first guy, it was back when Bobby Moynihan was host, or mm. when he was cast member. And Love she asked some questions. And then they introduce the next guest, or the next contestants, and it was the D in a Box guys. <laughs> the two of them. The and, then the third, and then the third one was Dan Aykroyd, Steve Martin as... Wild and crazy guys. I remember this sketch. And like, should I have brought a buddy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, he was so good in that sketch. And then, uh, like, at one point, the other guys did something. He's like, oh, I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes. I like that they had taken the D in a box guys out mm-hmm. of the, the video store <laughs> and, like, had them in a bit in, yes. in a sketch. So good. So I do funny. I do remember that one. That is a great sketch for sure. Yeah. Um I loved uh for the digital shorts one. One it makes me sad now. Uh but uh hitting the hitting people in the face before they eat food and yeah. the foo fighters are in oh, that yeah, one. Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins yeah. is in it. Yeah, so that that makes me sad when I see that one now, but um I mean not that I'm watching it super frequently, but um, yeah. I remember yeah, you watch it every night before you go to bed. <laughs> the the shy Ronnie character was pretty cool. Um, yeah. No, didn't really that do it for you. Uh, um, but obviously, it was Lazy Sunday the very first one that he he and he did, and it was with Parnell. I don't know if it was the first one, but it was the first one that like went viral. That went big. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't he credit? that for making youtube blow up <laughs> andy samberg like in a joking kind of way um but uh i mean yeah you got lazy sunday and lazy sunday part two both of them yeah. i i like part two uh i know the natalie portman one was huge um and that was right around the time she did v for vendetta so she still had like the really short buzz cut yeah um and uh i mean I liked um, the one with Michael Bolton. <laughs> he says, oh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> that's, that's so good. And it's so unexpected that he would, um, uh, you know, that he would be that he would get that. Michael Bolton. Yeah, and, and yeah, be, be up for that. Um, Anything for me personally, kind of just talking about Michael Bolton. Huh? Growing up, my mom was a giant Michael Bolton fan. What woman around that era what, was well, not? Yeah. <laughs> but like her and an old friend of hers, like they had like gone to him in concert multiple times. Mm-hmm. They once through a radio station won like meet and greet passes. Wow. And I think they either think they then got pictures with him and then got shirts made with the picture on it. Like That's awesome. Yeah, I learned so something the, new about so, your mom. That's cool. Yeah, she had met Michael Bolton. So, like, for me, that's, like, I always <laughs> thought he was just super lame. Oh, oh and yeah. But, like, and so oh, yeah. growing up, like, that was a big part of, and actually, as a, 
as another aside uh-huh. to my current aside, aside. <laughs> I don't, a tangent on I your tangent. If, <laughs> yes, I don't know if you will remember this. Okay, but back in the original Smitty FM, uh, one time we were doing the show, and we would take calls while we were on air. Do you remember where I'm going with this? Oh yes, I uh, do. Yes, I do. And, but go ahead, because it's like, great. You know, <laughs> and like so, we would. Like, we'd be on air, we'd take calls, and, you know, we didn't have any screening process. No. We didn't have, like, a sensor. We were way. the screeners. So kind of, <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like, you hope nothing goes south on these calls, because mm-hmm. it could go back. Yeah. Uh, so one time, a lady calls in, and she's like, I'm like, I remember I'd be like, 9.7, like, Smitty FM, you're on the air. Yep. And she'd be like, this lady's like, am I on the air? And we're, like, all looking at each other, I'm like... Now you're on the air. Yeah. And I'm like in the element of the show. We're uh, all being stupid. So I'm just kind of not there <coughs> mentally. Like I'm not. So and she's like, can I, I'm like, will you have a request? She's like, can I make a request? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, can you play some Michael Bolton? And I remember vividly, I went, oh my God, it's my mom. <laughs> and she got you good. Know, like, Oh, she, she got me because I wasn't. You weren't thinking, thinking it was your mom calling. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, and someone would be like, you wouldn't recognize your mom's voice. It's like I wasn't thinking. Like it's one yeah. of those where like you could hear someone a thousand times, but when you're in the different element, <laughs> yeah, you'll think it. So and like she knew enough to nail me with the Michael Bolton. And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, she got you good. She got you real good. And I remember you and all everyone else who's out there just die laughing oh, and i'm like it's it's one of the top moments of our smitty fm days yeah. for sure but then she recovered or redeemed herself because she told me later uh because then she had me play something taken back sunday and ah. it was because i was still living at home and she was just thinking of bands that she'd seen on t-shirts <laughs> there you go <laughs> that yeah, totally but- lines up <laughs> yeah but so yeah so michael bolton anytime i see anything with him Makes you just think like, of that. Yeah, think of some of that. So then when, yeah, he was in that bit, I'm just like, all right, this is funny. Now, has your mom seen that bit? Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest. I have no idea. Next time you go over, show it to her. Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sundays, I know you go to your, your parents. Yep, so. go there for, for dinner. That's so good. Um I know uh, Grace and I really like all of the the sketches he did with his Lonely Island uh, group. Um, yeah. uh, I'm on a boat. One of the all time best. <laughs> yeah. So good. He's just and I love T Pain. He's just he's sitting at the breakfast table with him. It's so good. <laughs> Steve and T Pain. T Pain. It's so great. Like, cool. Yeah, like. What a great way to, like, break the expectation of, like, oh, yeah. surely he's going to invite his other friend. Oh, no, off camera, T-Pain sitting right there. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Grace's... Yeah, like the dig- Sorry, Go I was just going to say, Grace's favorite digital short is The Creep with uh, Nicki Minaj. I don't know if I've ever actually seen that one. Okay, again, one more thing that I'll show you. Right. It's not very long, but it, it's, it's a good one. It's funny. Um... But, uh, yeah, so the, yeah. the digital, digital short shorts, era, I mean, they were great, yeah. but and we, well, I have like multi, I pulled up, I googled 
Uh, famous SNL skits. And then there's a list, like funniest of all time. Yes. Uh, so before we get into one reoccurring one, we'll talk more because we I showed you the Funko Pop with the more cowbell. I mean, we got to talk about that some more. Like, I mean, that is like. It's iconic, probably like the most the famous most sketch. Iconic, like one of the most iconic for a one off. Like, yeah. Like, you know, because a lot of the sketches, you know, are reoccurring. So, like, Wayne's World. Or topical. That, like, there's a yeah. t- topical, but like Winslow has like a, you know, it's ongoing, so it had a history. And like Church Lady, like it was a recurring. Or Cowbell. That was a one time. One off. And it freaking nailed it out of the park. Yeah. Like, and, and we were talking about this. It feels so we... random. Yeah. Like, because I mean, it's Blue Oyster Cult yeah. in, a, in, a, in a fake behind the music like documentary type thing it's so weird but it works (laughs) and like you and i were talking about it like you know christopher walken being the producer so good (laughs) bruce dickinson and like we were saying like and he doesn't do anything to christopher walken in the bit he doesn't go because he had the one reoccurring from him hosting where it was like him doing like a talk show type thing, like out of his apartment. Do you remember he had like he had like the robe, and he's like, "No, come back, come back." I can't remember the name of it, but like there was some, you know, because Christopher Walken can be out there. He and this one, no, there were <laughs> you don't know, say, but there were parts of that in the bit, but like yeah, and like we were saying, I don't think anyone else could have done that role. Yeah. Or have been funny, like he plays it so dry and straight, but and just all the elements, like Will Ferrell having the shirt, <laughs> the shirt that comes that rolls up, yeah, like Jimmy Fallon like, breaking, Jimmy Fallon, Chris Kattan <laughs> breaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, like how Fer or Will Ferrell got on Daryl Hammond's, like like got right up on him, like shaking his Chris belly, Parnell. Chris Parnell, yes, thank you, sorry, <laughs> and right up on Parnell, like yeah. and just like. All like just uh, it, everything like, worked together to create comedy gold. Like, Chris the, Chris like, Walken saying, When y'all are done with me, y'all be wearing gold plated diapers. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what does that even <laughs> mean? Never <laughs> question Bruce Never question Bruce Dickinson. Ah, oh, like, so know, good. There are things that you can just say in pop like in society because pop culture, like mm-hmm. you just if someone's doing something, you just go, I got a fever. <laughs> Boom. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. More cowbell. Yeah. You know, like just that bit is <sighs> like it's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, like it's amazing for like five different reasons. Ah. <sighs> but like if you take any of them, it's not as good. It's the whole the sum of all its parts, and it's yeah. And and like I said, it's a it's based off of not a random band. I don't I don't know what kind of like impact blue oyster cult ever had on american music i mean like, that's that's a big song i mean it yeah, was a big song don't fear prior, the i mean even prior to that sketch yeah and like because i reckon i think i recognized the song before i saw the sketch but like they're not like the most famous band in the world so to like whoever came up with that in the writer's room is a genius yeah, you know, someone probably heard it on the radio or something with the cowbell. They're like, huh, that's a lot of cowbell. <laughs> that's a lot of cowbell. And then they're in, like, the writer's office and, you know, yeah. 
Like, I'm not sure who wrote that one, if it was one of the actors or if it was yeah. one of the writers. Yeah. But someone, you know, they found an angle for mm-hmm. it and damn, they did. They nailed just, it. They did. They nailed it. And I, so, yeah, so. real quick aside on, on my part now. So, yes. with listening to um, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey's podcast, Office Ladies, talk, like recapping The Office, one thing that they frequently talk about was. <laughs> oh my goodness, you would. <laughs> Anyways, he's trying to get me to break, and he did. Uh, One thing they talk about, and SNL, I think, works this way, too, where, like, writers and cast very much work together to create sketches and stuff. Yeah. And with The Office, it's, it's, you know, not – it's a scripted show, uh, so usually writers and cast members don't interact. But with The Office, they did. They very much collaborated a lot. But one thing that they have shared is that – they have, you know, the writers would put, like, cards up on a whiteboard with ideas, and eventually they'd be like, okay, what can we pair this card with this card or something like that? So it's got to – it must have been something that was up in the writer's room at SNL, and they were like uh, – you know, it must have been, like, behind the music, don't fear the reaper, you know, like some sort of, like, behind the music type thing, and, like, they got yeah, – like you said, the perfect storm of the cast – and Christopher Walken reeling it, you know, kind of keeping himself reeled reeled in a bit, and just it all worked together. I'm pretty sure there's a there's an online like there's a YouTube channel that does top tens. Pretty sure they had that as their number one SNL sketch of all time. Um, so, but yeah, like would okay would it would it be fair to say? that the early 2000s were kind of a downtime for SNL. Yeah, I would say so. It like was, before Sandberg like, and Bill Hader got there. Yeah. Those and guys. I mean, even at the beginning of their time frame, I would say, because like I was saying earlier, like kind of like the momentum or like the shift yeah. of cast. So like the early Chris Kattan, Will Ferrell... Molly Shannon, Cheryl Terry era, like a lot of people were like, oh god, this is like the worst era yeah. of SNL. And then, it's kind of like I said, like they all had to kind of like find their legs, find, get their feet under them and then they could just start hitting it out of the park. So yeah, that, the early 2000s was a rough. Yeah. And then like, when they started transitioning out, then like, Andy Sandberg, Bill Hader, Bill... Or uh, Bobby Moynihan, Will Forte, kinda, Will Forte, Jason, they kind of yeah, yeah, they all. I think I would say the same type of transition where it was, and like that was kind of like a pop culture joke was, oh god, this is the worst cast of SNL ever, <laughs> yeah. and then that cast would then become huge, yes, and then oh, worst cast of SNL ever, <laughs> and then it become huge, yeah. So, and and that's starting to happen now with the more recent cast is that yeah. they've done they've started to do movies or TV shows or and I will say I've fallen off the show ever since Andy Samberg left because again I liked the digital shorts so much and I looked forward to them almost every week that like I just you know it kind of fell off and I I don't feel like the cast has been all that funny outside of like Somebody like Kate McKinnon. She is consistently amazing. Um, 
but everybody else is kind of I, I feel is kind of all right but like you know again like you said it takes some time for them to get their momentum get their feet under them figure out like their style with SNL and all that stuff uh, I do remember in interviews like Dana Carvey multiple times has said that he thought his you know cast and you know the people around him were gonna be the final cast of SNL and he wanted that to happen like he wanted to be known as the you know one of the final cast members of SNL and obviously we're glad that that didn't happen um you know but there was a time in the early 90s I remember my uncle Matt uh talking about that actually like oh yeah this might be the last year of SNL um you know and obviously it's gone on to not be that and I mean, yeah. heck, we even had Eddie Murphy come back for the 40th anniversary special. And yeah. he had said long ago that he was, I, I don't think, ever coming back to SNL, right? Like, he was having, I, I think he was going through some some, some emotional. Well, no. I don't think he, no. no. I don't think he came back for the 40th. Or if he did, it was he, too brief. It was he very host, brief. He hosted, he hosted a few years ago. Oh, okay. So he did come back very briefly, and he and it was very awkward when he was on stage. Like him just like introducing like the next bit. Like I they think wanted so, him yeah. to do something. Yeah. But like a few years ago, he hosted. Oh, I didn't know that. And oh, that wow. was a, oh yeah, and that was a really that was a good episode too. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out because like yeah. I know, I mean he's one of the most important cast members of all time. Um being able to like help black actors break through um and he was just i mean he's eddie murphy like if you go back and watch it the my favorite thing i think that he ever did was when he did the pre-recorded thing where he painted his face white and went around pretending to be a white person have you ever seen this oh i don't believe so oh dude it is so funny he goes he goes into a bank and just and asks for a loan and they're like oh oh we'll just give you more money <laughs> like cuz you're white <laughs> like it's so over the top and so so funny like it's so good um like he was he was like i said one of the most important cast members ever um you know but i know he like he stopped doing movies he stopped doing everything yeah um, and I think I think he was like going through mental health stuff, and um, so and then came back around uh, and is now like he has the Netflix show or movie. I think um, I didn't know he he hosted SNL. That's uh, that's yeah. really cool. I'm gonna have to check that episode out. Oh, sure. we'll have to look up later see what yeah. it was. But uh, just kind of moving on because I, I was saying before I brought we brought up more cowbell. Mm-hmm. One of the best, and I know you'll agree, one of the best reoccurring bits mm-hmm. was Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, dude. And Will Ferrell had to play the straight man. Will yeah. Ferrell was the guy being Alex Trebek trying to keep order, and you had uh, Burt Darren Reynolds Hammond. as Turd Fer- Well, Norm MacDonald as no. Burt Reynolds as Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And, like, best, worst impersonation. Oh. Because. Oh, he, he didn't ever doing... sound like Burt Reynolds. He, <laughs> he was just Norm MacDonald. Like Burt Reynolds. 
he just had this character with attitude, like yeah, and just chomping on gum, like yeah. Turd Ferguson, no, look at the, and how he got the big foam cowboy hat. Yes. Then Daryl Hannah and Sean Connery, uh, and they just became with like just a hatred for yeah, the arch rivals. <laughs> and and I also loved like every so every episode because they didn't do it so often that it was noticed until it was put like in online compilations every sketch had the category of potent potables which i found out is oh did they yes every single one and which i found out later on a potable is just a a thing to carry alcohol you know on your Uh. on you um you know so kind of like a little whiskey flask or whatever um and they got more and more outrageous with the amount of money that Sean Connery was in the negative. Like, it started off like negative five thousand, negative eight thousand, which that happens sometimes. <laughs> but I remember one one episode, they came back, you know, like coming back from the break, and he's like, Sean Connery is is so inept. He's at negative two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's like that's even if you got every single question right, there's no way you could have that much money in the positive. Yeah. So to have it in the negative was just hysterical. And I think they even made the joke that they were like, "Well, we're gonna have to take mo- take money from these charities in order to pay for." <laughs> yeah. So and then, like, uh, the celebrity like, people were just. And like Jimmy Fallon doing French Steward from yes, that the Rock really good. And he had like the little the like, mannerisms. <laughs> and he's like, "In my time, it's gonna be time to shine." And just they did, <laughs> like, like the rotating second or third celebrity, but Toby Maguire's yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that bit was cl- like amazing. It was oh, classic. So and, good. And then oh, for yeah. Will Ferrell's last episode, Alex Trebek came on. That's right, yes. And he still had the mustache. Yeah. That was before he shaved the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and, was great. Yeah, oh. that was like, that was like, yeah. And kind of going back again to the old Smitty FM days, remember we just put like in between like breaks, like when music was playing, we just pull up oh, yeah. clips of that and just yep. watch like, one after another after another in the so radio good. station. And then we would re-watch them and have them memorized, but we didn't care because they were so good. They were so yeah. good, it didn't matter. It was like watching so, your favorite thing over and over. Quickly, I looked it up. It looked like uh, the Eddie Murphy episode was back in 2019, so just a couple of okay. few years ago. Okay. December awesome. 22nd, and the last time he had hosted before that was December 15th, 1984. Dang! I was just oh, you and I or no, I was just over a year old. And what you what were, day in nineteen eighty four? December fifteenth. I was not even a month old yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, what a gap. Thirty five years. Wow. Uh quick question. because uh, I, I feel like you might quick know answer. a little bit more about this. Adam Sandler, he didn't yeah. host until recently, right? Like just a that was a few years ago too. Like like 2018, 2019. Cuz I felt like I felt like I remember hearing that he kind of had a falling out with either Lorne Michaels or just SNL, you know, people in general. 
and he didn't come back until a few years ago. And like, I remember that sketch with the with the Adam Sandler family reunion, and they all did the hippie, oh, all, <laughs> all different versions of Adam yes. Sandler characters, like <laughs> Little Nicky and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just googled it. Uh, looked like May fourth, also twenty nineteen. Okay. Uh, and it was he was that was his hosting debut. Wow, yeah, and he stopped. He was uh, he left SNL. I'll look it up here real quick in '95. So yeah, because I I thought I I thought that was the case that like he stayed away from SNL for a long, long time. Um, but I mean, some of his sketches like. I love uh, the thing he did with Chris Farley, the uh, the Zagats um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where Chris Farley was the wife, and uh, she just like, like, <laughs> in face, and he's just, just like, trying to get him to break. <laughs> yeah, trying to get him to break. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, send me to hell now, please." Yeah. <laughs> or uh, the two of them, and a lot of times, I think. Uh, um, David Spade as the Gap Girls. Yes, the Gap Girls were great. Yeah. They were so good. Just snitch it. Just snitch it. Yeah. And then they're like eating lunch, and one of them wants to take like a fry from Chris Farley's girl. Then just he's like, "Lay off me, I'm starving." <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, "Chrissy, aren't you like supposed to be on a diet?" And he, like, <laughs> and they're all talking this high pitched voice. Yes. And he just goes, grabs my throat, "Lay off me, I'm starving." <laughs> yeah, and it was so out of nowhere. It was like, "Oh my gosh, that's terrifying." Um, yeah, and he had. I mean, he had. He was kind of the character king. He had Opera Boy, uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, no, it was Opera Man. You were saying oh, earlier, Opera yeah. Man, because he had Cantina Boy. That's or, what it was. Can- or Cantina. Uh, Cantina Canteen Canteen Boy. Boy. You're thinking Cantina Band from uh, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, Cantina Boy. That didn't the sketch that he did with Adam Sandler. That caught some some flack. Alec Baldwin. Uh, who did I say? Adam Sandler. Oh. You said didn't the sketch he do with Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> it's late, okay. Uh, yes, the one he did with Alec Baldwin that got that uh, that sketch caused some controversy. Probably. I think. Probably. I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, it's on his best of DVD. It's it's uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> it's very cringy, but that was the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like they did it on that DVD. They do a supercut of all the Opera Man. Um, things and yeah just so good and uh and then he introduced a bunch of his like original songs like i think that's where he debuted the hanukkah song uh the thanksgiving song um yeah i mean he's just lunch Lunch lady land yes lunch lady land oh my gosh yeah i mean my dad cannot stand adam sandler he thinks he thinks he's an idiot (laughs) I get it. Like, he's just not. It's one of those things where my dad just doesn't understand the appeal, you know? But yeah. it's just not his style of comedy. Uh, but it always makes me laugh. Every Anytime I say Adam Sandler's name, my dad just rolls his eyes. You know? He just, just gets super upset. So, um, uh, but, so uh, when looking through that list, I had pulled up. It, 
had one sketch that it was a Tracy Morgan doing like the Brian Fellows like animal sanctuary thing. It was, but it, he was like, "Ha, I'm Brian Fellows," and he was like, "I don't know." All right, well, so that was funny, <laughs> but then it made me think of Tim Meadows' reoccurring bit, the ladies' man, the ladies' man, which got a movie. Yeah, they ended up getting a movie. I never, saw, I never saw the movie. I don't. I don't think it did. But very that was well. such, and I remember like when the lady, he's like, "Oh, it's a lady." And Tim Meadows, Tim Meadows is underrated. Underrated. Yeah, very sure. underrated. Yeah, very good. And, uh, yeah, that was a bit that I loved. Uh, gosh, I mean, there's just so many. I mean, so many. I mean, he was the he was the principal in Mean Girls. Um, and like he he went on to do like guest stuff on like shows and movies. Yeah. Um. The episode was, of the Office. Yep, I was just about to say the episode of the Office. I so I never noticed until uh that episode in season two that he's in, where listening to like the commentary track, and I believe for that episode they had the creator of the of the American version of the Office, Greg Daniels. Yeah. He was on, and and they told Tim to just you know sit there, look kind of look natural. He chose not to. He chose to just look like he was staring off into space, huh. and just <laughs> they thought it was brilliant. And it's something when you're watching, you're just like, oh, he's just he's just sitting there, just waiting for them. But when you when you actually like when you rewind it and look, he really is just sitting there like a statue. Just staring off into space, like he's not reading like before any they showed up. Before, yeah, before they show up, yeah, I and like he's not reading any documents to try and like you know prep for this meeting or sales pitch. You know, he's just like he's just looking off into space. But yeah, like Tim Meadows, so good, and uh, yeah, very very underappreciated, underrated uh, cast member. Um, I mean, and then. Debbie Downer. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Debbie Downer, yeah. <laughs> and the, I think the very first Debbie Downer they did was the one, was is probably the most famous one with Lindsay Lohan as the host where they're in Disney World. Uh, and Horatio Sands is crying, laughing, wiping his tears with the fake waffle that he has on his plate. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention that when we were talking about this. I don't remember that part, but. Oh, my gosh. So good. And like none of them. None of them could get through their lines. Like they're just they're just laughing so hard. Uh Rachel Dratch was so weird but so funny. Uh her and Will Farrell usually tried to make each other break, didn't they? Uh I don't I mean I don't know if they tried, but I mean they might have just done or it. They just they just did that. So, the hot uh, tub. So you meant so I was just about <laughs> to bring up that oh, bit. Okay. So do you remember three, four years ago hmm. there was a song out uh like the legend, like we're gonna be legends, gonna be legendary. I think so. Like So that band is called Welshly Arms. And that is because of that skit. Oh. Because because they'd be like here at the luxurious Welshly Arms, <laughs> and because that was like the name of like the hotel or motel that they were uh, at. Oh, okay. And so that band got that name 
from from the SNL sketch. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Um, (laughs) So I don't know why this just came to my mind. David Spade's um, airline or flight attendant person with the uh, bye bye. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) It didn't, uh, with that one, didn't he usually have the. have the guest host of, for that week. It was usually his cohort on yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, so in more, I would say within the last 10 to 15 years, so some of the more recent generation, they had, I felt like some of the shows re- re- relied more on um, like the the guest host. Uh, like they it felt like they did a lot more of the heavy lifting. You sweating over there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> we got to get you that fan. I got I got yeah. I got I'll I'll back you up with uh with Mrs. Smitty. Um yeah. but um uh, but yeah, like there were two guests guest hosts in particular that I feel if they weren't already like really really successful in their other areas could have been SNL cast members. And that is Justin Timberlake. And John Hamm. Yeah. Those two guys yeah, could have been cast oh. members. Oh, yeah, who else? Well, no. I was oh. just going to say it because, like, a couple months ago, you had brought up to me, like, the couple, like, John Hamm bits. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, so, uh, but yeah, and then Timberlake had that reoccurring, like, bring on down to somethingville. Oh, so good. Yeah. And... <laughs> And always with Will Forte, and Will Forte was just nailing no. it. No? No, that wasn't. The ones that I remember were with Parnell. Will Forte. Will, oh. See, I didn't Will know he started Forte. those with, uh, with, sorry, yeah, Will Forte. Or, I didn't know I he started it, those with Parnell. Well, I mean, I think it was different people every time. Oh. the So I only saw, like, I think three of them, and all three that I saw were with Will Forte. I don't. I don't think they were. <laughs> um, I do, but I mean, whether they were with Forte or not, or you know, more than one, those were great. Those were very, very good, very fun sketches. Um, like his uh, <laughs> uh, the the Barry Gibb show with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then. You know, even though it's not SNL, going on to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, where he did the Camp Winnipesaukee stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just hysterical stuff. Um, but like when he did the the single ladies sketch, um, with uh, it was him, oh, Andy Samberg, and and uh, Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. <laughs> Which you cannot. They don't have that one on YouTube. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Beyonce and the rights for that song are too expensive for them to put it on YouTube right now, yeah. uh, which is sad. But like, it might even not be on like the Hulu episodes if I had to guess, because I know that they have to uh, edit stuff. Yes. But so um, you looking? You but looking then uh, you, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it was different people every time because like okay. The one time it was Veganville and Bobby Moynihan was like, they had like a meat shop. Okay. And then. And they were always in those ridiculous costumes with the, yeah. with the big gloves. 
<laughs> oh man, yeah, those were, those uh, were really good. But then yeah, you're saying about John Hamm, uh, yeah, because like it. Anytime he's on, like, especially Tonight Show, because that's really the only talk show that we watch, mm-hmm. he, like, he is lucky that he is a good actor and that he is a handsome man because he is one of the goofiest SOBs yeah. out there. He's so goofy and weird. And so funny, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so, uh, how has he only been on, has he done SNL more than once? Uh, as far as I know, he's he's hosted at least twice. Um, let me, let me Google real quick. Um, but yeah, but... you would send me a one day, like a couple, few months ago, we were talking about him and you would send me still two times. Uh, like, all right. Uh, him doing like John Ham's John Ham. <laughs> yes. And then like the ham and bubbly. Yep. Or it's, ham and bubbly. It's buble. Well, that doesn't work. So we're going to call it bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, yeah, and there was a bit of... And, like, yeah, the one... Because it was him hosting, then Michael Buble, I think, was a musical guest on that one. Yes. And, like, they don't have any cast members, like, involved with that <laughs> sketch. It's they the two they are the extras. <laughs> and because... And because, like, also Michael Buble is a really funny guy. Yeah. And so the two of them, like, they're, like, it's that they have a restaurant... And any time Michael Bublé talks, it was him singing along to like that one famous song of his. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Is did he leave? He's held me hostage." <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't seen the sun oh for days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's a solid, like, and that's one that really gets slept on because like I wasn't familiar with it till you sent it to me, and it's hysterical. Oh, it's so good, but that sketch is kind kind of encapsulates my feelings of the cast and like SNL's philosophy at the time of like really focusing on their guest stars and not so much on the cast. And again, this was at the time where Andy Samberg and Bill Hader and Jason Sudeikis, Bobby Moynihan, all those guys were on SNL, but for whatever reason, it's it's one skit. It's one skit, but it kind of, I don't, I guess when I watched, it felt like it was like they were really relying on the guest host to do a lot of the heavy lifting. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Again, I really could be mis- misremembering because of all of like the fun stuff that they did with like, I mean, heck, even 2008 they had John McCain and Sarah Palin, you know, on on SNL episodes and you know stuff like that. So like. You know, it um it it was uh but I was watching week to week, so maybe that's I was I'm just misremembering probably. But um but yeah, so I mean it's one of the greatest sketch shows of all time. I mean there's no way yeah. that what we the, with the time that we have tonight that we can talk about Well the, no, I mean the legacy of the show, the importance no. of it. I mean like, everyone it's one of those like everyone knows. Like yeah. it's such it's an institution. Yeah, it is. Like everyone like we don't have to like like we're just reminiscing just because it's funny stuff, but like yeah, we're not like like oh we gotta tell people about us and L. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard of this little thing called Saturday Night Live? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean there's just so many famous skits that like, you know, just you know 
hold up to the test of time and just just funny like stuff that like i said like you can just say a line or something from a bit and and everyone knows like i said more cowbell and then you know it's just it's just great stuff yeah um, what are you looking at? well i was looking at uh just just trying to find out like what like what the highest rated episodes have been or lowest rated um the it looks like the season 47 premiere ha- is the lowest rated episode in the show's history um and that was from October of last year so that's still this season but um I mean, it feels like the most recent, uh, you know, last like maybe like four or five years have been some down years for the show. Yeah. But I mean, they've gone through it before. I mean, know? yeah, they have their ups and downs. Yeah. It, it, and, is. and it just takes it takes the cast and the writers to gel, get their footing. Um, I do really like the Colin Jost, Michael Che. Um, combo on weekend update. Yeah. Um, it it hasn't always been that the that the guys on weekend update are never in any sketches or very rarely in sketches, um, but that's more of a what thing that kind of started with Seth Meyers. I feel. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, because well, like, it became whoever the head writer was. That's right. Yeah, and now Colin Jost is the head writer. Right. Before yes, but but well, actually, him and Michael Che are co-head writers. Co-head writers, that's right, that's right. But like before, Seth Meyers, like Tina Fey was the head writer. That's right, but she was still in sketches. Yes. Yeah. And so... then it just transitioned. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we should wrap up because I am getting toasty over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And SNL, check it out. It's got yeah. a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's got a legacy. Yeah. Go go look it up. I mean, even just 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 Google on or like search on YouTube for SNL skits. It's just so good. So yeah. All right. Uh, so with all that being said, uh, follow us. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Smitty FM Podcast. I don't know what else to say at this point. Uh, just follow us. No give one us, else is following. Give no, us a shout. No one's engaging. So, <laughs> I don't know. Just. Follow on, like, we'll try, one of these days we'll get you in on those accounts too, because right now you are not. That's right. So one of these days we'll get you in, and we can try and maybe post stuff aside from just about the new episodes. But we'll we'll work on it. Uh, But yeah, so Smitty FM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Share it, uh, you know, share it to your stories, or retweet, or us on Spotify, but yeah, do all those things to just, you know, help spread the word. We'd love to have more people catch on. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, and uh, yeah, you can you can listen to us on uh, Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Sound, uh, not SoundCloud, um, Radio Public, a um, few other places, um, and uh, I, I stream on Twitch every once in a while twitch.tv slash it's a wild rag guy um and uh yeah we'll uh <clears throat> we'll um you know get me on the on the socials and you know we'll 
start contributing on that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so for Ryan Raga, Amy, I'm Justin Smithy Smith. Thank you for listening to the Smithy FM podcast, and we will catch you next time. That's right. Keep it locked. <laughs>